Ella, and welcome to Action for Nature. In this episode, we're exploring giving back to nature. In nature, there's this beautiful concept of mutualism. It's the interaction between different species that have a positive impact on their shared survival. We can see these symbiotic relationships across the natural world. For example, our pollinators such as the bee and their relationships with flowers. It's an exchange. I protect you, you protect me, and together we thrive. Often we give nature a narrative of competition, survival of the fittest, we say. By understanding mutualism as a framework for how we can coexist within nature, we can realize that it's actually survival of the collaborators. So how can we move from a parasitic relationship with nature to one of mutualism? Over this series, we're covering different ways we can collaborate to create change. And this episode, we're talking about giving back through volunteering. I don't think that taking more than we give is innate to our species. Indigenous peoples defend 80% of our world's biodiversity, despite only making up 5% of our global population. Across the world, the most marginalized people living on the front lines of the climate crisis are also the least responsible for causing it. It's the same locally. In cities, the areas disproportionately impacted by environmental injustice are the poorest and most diverse. This can all feel very big. We can learn regenerative and gentle ways of living sustainably, and we can give back to nature and make a powerful difference. To have global impact, action starts locally. Someone who is working at a local level in Bath is Julia Kennebee, the volunteer coordinator for Bathscape. She works to conserve, restore and promote the countryside. I think, yeah, just more contact with nature and the countryside is, is really important for people's overall health and well-being. It really does wonders for your mental health and your physical health just to get outside and get some fresh air and some gentle exercise. I think, you know, with all the grim headlines that we all hear all the time about wildlife depletion and so on, it's really easy to sort of feel a bit helpless and powerless. If you go out and you volunteer and, you know, you do a bit to help improve your local patch, it kind of gives you a sense of empowerment that you're helping to make a difference. And I think that can do wonders for your mental health really also and going out and volunteering in groups is just a really nice social activity Um, I know a lot of our volunteers get a lot out of it so from a social point of view and like I say sort of gentle exercise as well and for a lot of people it's a chance to learn more about local wildlife on their doorstep and like I say yeah just a chance for people to give back a little bit to their community quite a lot of areas around Bath have suffered from a lack of management in the past So some of our sort of wildflower meadows, for example, if they're not managed appropriately, then they'll succumb to scrub encroachment where you get things like bramble and woodier tree species developing. And before you know, you've got sort of a a scrubby woodland habitat rather than what was a nice wildflower rich grassland. Obviously, that habitat has its own value, but some of these wildflower rich spaces are becoming quite rare. So it's really important to try and manage and maintain them as spaces. We're going out and we're doing the works on the ground with our volunteers. We also offer a free landowner advisory service. So if any landowners in the area, they can come to us and we can send experts out to advise them on how they can best improve their land for wildlife. And then if they need, you know, um, supports on the ground, then we can offer that too through our 
our volunteer groups. And it's not just private landowners. We do a lot of work with you know, the council's parks department. And we also do work with um, various community groups. There's loads of small community groups that do um, fantastic work in and around the Bath area, little pockets. So we sort of do what we can to help support them and link them up where appropriate. Our Nature Watch events, like I say, which are more family oriented events, that they're often themed around things like um, mini bee hunts and pond dipping and um, bat walks. I lead a lot of bat walks and I'm more than happy to train up volunteers if they'd like to get involved in how to lead a bat walk. Um, they're really popular with our families. There's the Habitat Surveying and Monitoring Project that I mentioned that's led on by the Avon Wildlife Trust, which focuses on woodland and grassland sites throughout the Barscape area. Um, we've got some spaces this season for people who wanted to sign up and then there's always next spring and the following spring as well for anyone who's keen we've got our guided walks program anyone who is keen on wildlife and wants to sort of share that enthusiasm by leading a guided walk then please do get in touch with us because we'd be very happy to to speak to you we run different walk programs throughout the year but we've got a big walking festival every september where we have about 50 or so different walks happening across the week they happen all over the Barscape area so some of them are more city centered and some of them are more right out in the countryside and there are various lengths too so some would be short gentle maybe an hour whereas others would be 10 miles or more so i do think we sort of try and cater for all tastes and ages and abilities and what we offer we do offer bespoke things as well. So we've got a lady, for instance, who came to us who's an artist and does these amazing collage, collages of beetles. And um, we've done an awful lot of work with her where she's designed loads of different posters and interpretation materials. And we've used them at various events and passed them on to schools and so on. And yeah, it's just brilliant. So it's not that she's signed up for any specific group as, as such, but she just came to us with an enthusiasm and a skill and, and, and yeah, we found lots of ways for her to work with us. So for anyone who's looking to improve their mental health or physical health through volunteering with nature, then we've got two specific projects that they might like to look into. One is based up at Bath City Farm. It's known as Natural Pathways and it's working on site at the farm with staff from Avon Wildlife Trust. So they are sort of conservation based sessions but with a real sort of mindfulness element to them. They happen weekly on Thursdays I believe and our other program is a, a weekly walk based in Twerton with staff from Twerton Time Bank and that's known as our Feel Good Walks and they happen over lunchtime on a, a Wednesday and Thursday. And they're open to anyone, obviously really targeted towards people who feel that getting out and going for a walk with a nice sort of social bunch of people once a week would do wonders for their mental health. For anyone who'd like to learn more about volunteering opportunities with Bathscape, please do visit our website, www.bathscape.co.uk forward slash volunteer. The opportunities are plentiful. Someone who is actively engaged with volunteering for Bathscape is Julian Foxen. Here he talks about what volunteering brings to him. I've just turned 60. So I retired just over a year ago. I've been working in marketing for probably sort of 30, 40 years. I knew I wanted to do something different, but I wasn't really quite sure what. And I sort of retired 
at the point that coincidentally lockdown cut in. So I suddenly found myself in a position where I was out and about doing a lot of walking in the countryside and I wasn't really quite sure what I wanted to do. And I just started looking at different volunteering organisations. The best way I found of doing that was to go onto the web and look at the, the websites and just sort of investigate and find out a bit more. And Bathscape just seemed to be something that was particularly valuable in terms of the contribution it was making. I think the benefits are actually sort of quite profound. I mean, I never realised I would sort of get so much from it. I was always aware that people volunteered. It was a thing that people tended to do when they were retired. But I, I sort of felt that it, it always seemed to give the impression that they were just filling their time, whereas my experience of volunteering is, is actually, it's certainly filling my time, but it's actually giving me a lot of benefit as well. And I hope a lot of benefit to the environments and the community. So, I mean, I'm learning an incredible amount. Bathscape has got some incredibly knowledgeable and skilled people working for it from the National Trust and the Wildlife Trust as well. So I'm picking up a lot of skills, countryside skills, getting an understanding of wildlife and plants and generally the environments and the, the very fine sort of ecological balance that exists out there. It's a great way actually of, of meeting people as well. Certainly at Bathscape, probably far more than some of the other organisations I volunteer for, there's a very good range of demographics. So it's not just people my age, it's people sort of far younger, people, you know, from just very different backgrounds. So it's a, it's a wonderful way to engage with different people, try and understand people's different perspectives. And some of the tasks I would say, or I shouldn't probably call it tasks, more activities are actually possibly sort of quite mundane, such as, you know, clearing ragwort, which is not, not possibly the thing that's going to float everybody's boat, but you get a great sense of accomplishment at the end of it. And I don't think I've ever done one volunteering session where I haven't come away from it feeling really quite inspired at the end of it. So it's, it's a fabulously motivating thing to do, and I'd definitely recommend it to, to anybody. I get that volunteering alongside having a, a sort of a busy working week is a, is a bit of a challenge. But I certainly think if you, if you ask, I think many organisations will probably say that there is flexibility to work different hours and ones that are going to fit alongside the work that you do. And it's, I think one of the great things about doing that is it's a total, totally different type of activity to what you're typically going to be doing in work. So it's a, it's a really good balance and it's, it gives you a really good sort of broader sort of mental health, I think as well. It's, I think it's really important from that respect as too. With everything that's going on in the world, with climate change in particular and the need to do something about the, the amount of carbon dioxide there is in the atmosphere and generally to try and improve biodiversity, there is a greater recognition generally that it's a very important thing to do. I think in the past, maybe going back five, 10 years, it was sort of considered a sort of almost like a secondary priority. Whereas now I think it is, and it, and it, and it should be uppermost in not only individuals' minds, but also governments' minds. And it's great to see that there are big, some big moves forward just recently in terms of the environment bill um, and the various sort of legislation that's being proposed by the government. So it's certainly getting that sort of backing. And I think when people can see that it's getting that sort of priority from the very top, it does really sort of highlight that it's a very important thing to get involved in. 
I think what I'd probably say is that I've I've been genuinely surprised at how much value and how much enjoyment I've got from volunteering. It it always seemed to be something that people would sort of naturally fall into when they retire um, and when they have more time on their hands, you know, even if they're busy working. But I never realised quite how much of a kick I would get out of it. And I think it does it does give a lot back. Um, you know, you're, you're sort of paying back to the countryside, you're paying back to your, your local area. It's a great way of meeting people. And I do think that it, it was a, a real surprise for me um, to see how much I, was, I would enjoy it. Julian's enthusiasm speaks volumes. I've also gained so much from volunteering. Like Julian, I have found a space for shared learning. I have felt welcomed into projects and trusted to grow within roles. Grassroots volunteering nurtures leadership and understands that community is a verb, challenging the notion that money is the only valuable exchange for our time. I felt blessed to be able to give time to projects that address social inequality. For example, volunteering with the Black and Green Ambassadors Project. Their radio show amplifies and celebrates diverse environmental leadership. The ambassadors are working towards ensuring the environmental movement is inclusive and representative of all communities. The Black and Green Ambassadors Project works in connection with collectives and organisations across Bristol, such as the Avon Wildlife Trust. George Cook is Communications and Engagement Officer for the Avon Wildlife Trust's Arbright Future Team. I've done a lot of volunteering to help me get into the job I'm currently doing. To start with, I wanted that experience and learn those skills that would help me get into this career. I had a plenty of unsuccessful job interviews and a lot of the advice they give you is volunteer if you can. I think the best experience volunteering I had was I did an internship with the RSPB in Birmingham and I think that experience taught me a lot engaging with people and practical conservation skills and public speaking and things like that. Also just being around other volunteers I think is really important you get to meet so many interesting and exciting people that have similar interests to you and I think being around those people you just absorb a lot of their passion and their interest and their knowledge. I wasn't really into birds before I started volunteering with the RSPB through doing it. I just spent so much time around other birders that I was picking it up and now I have this love for birds that's going to stay with me forever hopefully. The main benefits I've had from volunteering I can probably thank my volunteering for the job I've got now, which is really good. I've been able to meet lots of people and create lots of connections through volunteering. So when I first moved to Bristol, I was volunteering with lots of different organisations and meeting people. And that is a really good thing to get from volunteering because you never know who you might know and how they might help your career. And I'm still finding that a lot of those connections I made from volunteering are still benefiting my work at the moment which is really nice sometimes just the the feeling of like satisfaction you can get from volunteering is really rewarding so if you're doing practical stuff and you might be like clearing shrub or planting trees or doing some like path making it's great when you can look back at the end of a session and see what you've done and see how much how many trees you've planted it's really nice feeling or returning to a place that you've volunteered at before and seeing how much nicer it looks and seeing the wildlife there and thinking, oh, some of the work I've done has helped these birds or 
the wildlife in this area. That's a really nice feeling. It does make me feel good. And I've met some, yeah, through volunteering as well. And I think that's what's useful about some of the young volunteering that we do at Avon Wildlife Trust. It does provide those a space for young people to volunteer all together. Young people are a source of inspiration for the wider community. And I think that is like so true. If people can see that young people are passionate and taking action for wildlife through volunteering, it, it does provide inspiration to the rest of us to be like, look, oh man, the young people are doing it. They care. I should do something about it as well. did know that I always wanted to work in with wildlife or with animals and I think I came out of university knowing that I wanted to be working with animals in some sort but I had no idea what sort of job that would be I just thought I'd have to go and work in a zoo so I did some volunteering at a zoo and worked in a zoo for a little bit soon I realized that wasn't for me and by doing volunteering with lots of different organizations like the wildlife trust like the RSPB or smaller conservation charities you do get to learn more about the different roots and conservation so I didn't really have much of an idea at all about that I found out the opportunity about the RSPB internship online so I think it was through environment jobs or another one of these popular conservation job websites and it was advertised on there and I'd had lots of feedback from job interviews saying that volunteering is the way to go to show that you're dedicated to this career and show that you've got the skills needed to do it so yeah, I found out about it on there and went for it, which was really good. So yeah, there are lots of reasons to volunteer and get involved with the local wildlife trusts or any other organisation. I think the pandemic has shown us how important nature is for our well-being. And by volunteering, you're going to be getting outside more and getting those benefits to your physical and mental health from being in nature. And also just the act of volunteering itself. People who volunteer tend to report that they feel happier. So there's lots of benefits to you as an individual. You can get the experience and the skills you need to get into a career in conservation. You can meet new people, uh, see new places, build a sense of community and have that sense of purpose and satisfaction from doing good work outdoors. So there are lots of different reasons that you should give it a go. Matt Body volunteers with the Wildlife Trust as a youth forum member and as a young conservationist for Our Bright Future. I guess first and foremost, I want to go into wildlife conservation as a career. And that's a super, super competitive field. And so in order to do that, volunteering is kind of a must. That's kind of the main reason. But obviously, aside from that, I've really enjoyed all the volunteering I'm doing. I really enjoy gaining the experience and new skills. and I've gained a lot from nature personally, and it's really nice to to spend time on my gap year doing stuff that feels really meaningful. It kind of leaves you feeling like, yeah, I've, I've spent this bit of time really well and it's going to benefit some people. With Avon Wildlife Trust, it's been like a whole variety of stuff. I think with the youth forum that George mentioned, the main thing I've been doing is there's a lot of like engagement work. So I've learned a lot about kind of different communication skills, writing skills, because I've been somehow I've ended up in the magazine and talked at virtual conferences and stuff like that, which has been incredible for that. And then outside of that, I've gained skills in like last Sunday, I was out bird ringing incredibly early in the morning, but all kinds of skills in, in learning how to do really kind of specific 
things within different areas of conservation and yeah, a whole bunch of massive variety of stuff, but it's all been really good. Something that's been really good for me looking specifically for opportunities for young adults has been looking for young adult pages on charity and organization websites. Like Avon Wildlife Trust has their opportunities for young people page that lists absolutely everything that is aimed at my age group, which has been really nice. I also think there's a lot of great opportunities for our age group through things like clubs in schools or societies and universities. And that's kind of filled with people who all are trying to look for the same volunteering and can fill each other in really well. I've seen some, some pretty cool stuff. Like I've also done a bit of volunteering this year with the RSPB. I've been down in their reserves on the Somerset levels and a lot of the work that I've done down there has been the really practical like hedge laying or putting up fencing here and there and stuff. But you, you can see a really good impact, like especially with the hedge lane that I did. It's like you can you clear an area, lay the hedging and everything, and it goes from this like massive, scruffy, kind of really leggy. There's there's not much in there for wildlife. And then suddenly you've created this, it's lower and it's smaller, but it's like a catalyst for this really big explosion of of wildlife in that little area. And I remember once we laid it and stuff, we walked around there and we saw like some incredibly cool stuff, like like a lot of kind of rarer birds. Like we saw quite a few gold crests. I think wider benefits as well. There's a lot of benefits to to yourself for being in an environment like that. Like I remember the first day that I stepped onto the reserves down there and I was like completely blown away because it, the scale of the landscapes down there and the the amount of wildlife around you is astonishing. And even like the sound, you step out onto the, to the wetlands there and it's like a massive soundscape all around you. It's like, I've been to Africa on safari and that's the only thing I can compare it to. And it's really, really nice to know that that type of area can exist here and will exist here in the future if we keep working at this and volunteering and doing what we're doing now. something that's been a real pretty great benefit of volunteering as one of those young people in an organization is that people listen to you who otherwise wouldn't because they're really interested in getting that young perspective because obviously we're going to be the next people taking this on in the future and so like especially through Ibn Wildlife Trust and the Youth Forum and things I've had amazing opportunities to talk to like trustees of the Wildlife Trusts or Ian Barrett head of Ibn Wildlife Trust and stuff and it's really nice to to be able to talk to them and make a difference that isn't, it's not necessarily going out and making a new meadow, but it's making a difference in that you know that this person is going to listen more to young people in the future and incorporate that more. So it's making a difference for wildlife and biodiversity, but also for the people who are going to be in this after you. And that's quite nice. For me, it sort of comes down to like when you're volunteering, the amount of of benefit that not only you get from it because you're the one out there you're in nature you're experiencing this wonderful time so that's great for you and your well-being but then it's also you're giving a lot of benefit to the wildlife to biodiversity through that you increase like ecosystem services and you benefit everyone around you everyone who come across is that wild space and then even further than that you can benefit like online you can benefit people who are miles and miles or even different countries from you and that's space that you've created for wildlife both in people's minds 
and in landscapes in the real world is not just going to disappear it's going to be there and you could be benefiting people like three or four generations down the line so in terms of like why you should volunteer there's just there's not much else where you can create like that much benefit for that many people for that space of time Matt and George talk about how volunteering can strengthen our access to employment opportunities. Volunteering time to projects can be an incredible way of gaining skills and experience. And organisations have a responsibility to make opportunities more accessible. It raises the question, can everyone afford to work unpaid? Volunteers are at the core root system to the environmental sector, the UK's second least diverse sector after farming. In 2017, only 3% of people working in environmental careers identified as ethnic minorities, which in this case doesn't include white minorities. Three years down the line, in 2020, the NCVO published a major report, Time Well Spent, on diversity and volunteering. Data collected from over 10,000 respondents showed that those from lower socioeconomic groups are less likely to volunteer. Volunteers from Black and Asian communities were more likely to report tensions and conflicts within the organization, and less likely to feel they volunteered within a culture of respect. But volunteering can be part of the solution. In 2020, a cohort of youth ambassadors volunteered their time to launch the City of Change campaign with Babasa, a youth empowerment charity. They challenged Bristol's industries, including our environmental sector, to create over 150 paid, meaningful employment opportunities for young people who can't afford to volunteer by creating paid roles and bursaries. With a more inclusive approach to volunteering, we can find a powerful sense of belonging and trust in our togetherness. It can be the way of collectively turning an idea into something real, making change happen. Let's embrace empathy and choose agency over apathy. Let's give back to nature together. You've been listening to the Give Back episode of Actions for Nature. The guest speakers were Julia Kennedy, Julian Foxen, George Cook and Matt Boddy. The podcast was narrated by Ella Trudgeon and edited by Kaziah Wenham Kenyon. And the music was produced by Ketza. Brought to you by Bristol Natural History Consortium. You can check out the rest of the Festival of Nature celebrations by heading to www.festivalofnature.org.uk or by following the hashtag FestofNature21. Nature21.